1: Proverbs chapter 3, verses 13-18 through 18. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom, and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver, and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17-19 That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might? Good morning and welcome to the first Thursday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Frederick, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 8, Proverbs 3, and Ephesians 1. They're all really short readings. In Ephesians reading, um is real short um, and sweet. Um, and there are two things that I don't know, stick out to me because of my interest in the saints and and everything, in the military. But um, so often when we say the saints, I think of this thing that scholars call the cult of the saints. It's like hagiography, iconography, um, this glorious inheritance we have in the saints are those most holy of believers who are remembered for their um, you know incredible actions and and faith? but that's not the way that Paul uses this word Hagioi. The holy ones or saints um, are all believers for Saul, and the glorious inheritance he ha- he's talking about is in community with one another, living and dead. I don't know if Saul would say dead because so few had died by that point. But um when he says this glorious inheritance in the saints, it's not some great liturgical artistic um tradition that you know you might think of as the cult of the saints, or hagiography or iconography, statuary. It's one another. It's all of us that are um doing our best to follow Jesus. Um, and our inheritance is in one another, in being um, shared members in the body of Christ. Um, and furthermore, we we sometimes, we don't know what to do with the fact that God has great might and that God uses it against us, against our enemies. Um, we like to, I don't know, fetishize the right word is the right word, but like we we think of might and strength so often i think in like a western imagination and maybe others too i don't know but i'm western um we think of it as this paradigm of like you know who can move this great stone can god create a stone so large that god cannot move it you know weird theological debates about that kind of shit um but might is also perseverance right a, a grunt is um you know, really, you know, he's hot shit if he can move big stone, but also if he can take the most punishment and keep and keep walking. And the same is true for God. Like, if we think that God's might is only about doing things and not suffering things, we, uh, we'll have a pretty atrophied picture of God's glory, frankly. Um, and Christians in particular, as distinct from... You know rabbinic Judaism um sees suffering and the the passages about suffering in the old testament um as one of the pillars of our our beliefs the the cross of Christ is about uh conquering sin through suffering um and that is something that that God alone has been able to show us. The saints can suffer hopefully. Um, but nobody can suffer quite like Christ can, quite like God can. Um, and I, I started thinking this way after I had this conversation with my mom years ago. Um, and she's a child of the sixties and seventies and, um, she experienced all, you know, the, the women's lib movement, but also kind of a, the pushback and, um, and I asked her, you know, what do you think what do you think God is? And she said that she thought that God suffers with those who are um who are hurt and she has compassion and can bear all this stuff. And if you think about it, if you're God and you hear all the prayers of the people of the world, you've begins to pale in comparison to other things like the Holocaust, um, you know, massacres and, you know, all this other stuff, like, that is the stuff that you deal with, you know, all day, every day. Um, The suffering of others by taking it upon your shoulders um, burdens you. Only God can take that much suffering. Um, And so when Saul talks about having this great might, yeah, we can talk about, you know, the armor of God, the divine warrior. We can talk about you know the, whether or not <clears throat> you know God is going to defeat our enemies in this big battle in the end, and our 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 concerns over violence and blah blah blah. But like you're only getting half the picture if that's what you think when you think of might. Um, and I think a lot of people think that way, both um, you know, consciously, but also subconsciously. Um, as as much as the conversation about. God has to do with um, you know what we think God does for us, and therefore what God allows us to do like that 's a pretty paltry conversation. Um, you know i 'd rather see a church that can wrestle with the fact that to be mighty is to be able to withstand all kinds of punishment, not literally but like being willing to take on the suffering of others to persevere in light of your own suffering and to help others escape their suffering um and that be our understanding of might not just you know taking action not just you know be, um you know a warrior god being our either our main paradigm or our main problem with the bible um but something much richer and deeper i think um, can come from even just our own um, you know in modern English understanding of God. and I think there's a lot to be said about the uh, the might of God and what we can learn when we kind of come at it from a different angle, I guess.. A prayer for the right use of God's gifts from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, whose loving hand has given us all that we possess, grant us grace that we may honor you with our substance, and, remembering the account which we must one day give, may be faithful stewards of your bounty, through Jesus
0: Christ our Lord, Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation